Hi everyone, this is Dylan Dillagaff. Tonight, uh, Tickle Me Comedy Club uh, uh, podcast number 25. Thanks for coming and thanks for watching. Uh, we uh, Every week we have a great time. We interview uh, to just chit chat with new comedians, uh, folks we haven't talked to before. We're going to have an awesome time tonight. I'll get to who our guest is in just a couple minutes. But I wanted to just tell you about our sponsors tonight, the Tickle Me Comedy Club and uh, the Blue Zone Comedy Tour, uh, which, uh, which I happen to be a part of. Blue Zone Comedy Tour is um, uh, a group that uh, uh, specializes in, in comics with disabilities. And so uh, we try to get uh, uh, disabled comics out and about for everyone to see and everybody to enjoy their comedy. Tickle Me Comedy Club, uh, it's kind of on sabbatical right now during the pandemic, but they're still, uh, uh, when, when the pandemic's over, um, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back in business with that too. So when the pandemic's over, we're open for business, come on out to the comedy club. You'll see our next guest, lots of other comics, and you'll have a great time. So ladies and gentlemen, we are really excited tonight to have with us Penny Prince. He's a great comedian. Uh, let me welcome him to the, to the podcast. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. I, I, they wrote down some stuff for me. They said that you're hysterical, so we're going to need to see <laughs> some, some of that tonight. They also said that you're outrageous, so uh, we're hoping to see who some outrageous. Who's thinking of these I adjectives? Don't know. These people, who, I don't know. Who wrote that? I don't know. It just showed up on my desk. They um, lied. So I, I, I know that you do some wicked funny observations of things in life and, and things like that. I'm an impressionist. I and an impressionist. I, I wanted to talk about impressions too at some point tonight. Oh, really? Because that, that, really, that really inspires me. I, I can't do any impressions. But um, yeah, so uh, how are you? Not too bad. What have you been doing since this pandemic thing started? Uh, getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> All hey, of my us. wife's cooking and getting fat. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, a lot of people that haven't seen me in a while, they, uh, they don't recognize me at first because I gained <laughs> a lot of weight. Did you? Just from the pandemic? No. Um, the pandemic, cruise ships, um, uh. just being fat. So, yeah. So, uh, cruise ships. Have you done cruise ships? Yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, they were horrible. Why? Because you do nothing. You're bored. Um, you're there by yourself. And um, all you do all, all day, besides perform, is eat. Eat. The buffet. And, and it's great food, too. It's not like, you know... Um, Craft macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. It's, no. it's you know, uh, lobster tails and um, you know, grilled chicken and pasta and everything like that, twenty four seven. So you're doing cruises as a as an entertainer or as a yes. as a guest? As an entertainer. I, that's uh, as you as the audience knows. That's one of my goals is to is to do a cruise ship comedy thing. Really? I uh, I've done a couple of impromptu things, but um, so so just before the pandemic, I did my fifty fifth cruise. As a passenger, oh, okay. so my goal for this this next period of time is to is to figure out how to get a paying gig on a cruise ship. I'll do that. So I've had opportunity. I've had opportunity to perform a couple times, and um, it it just kind of like not scheduled, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's that's always well, intriguing. Yeah, it's different as a guest as opposed yeah. to being an. So one of the things I noticed when the cruise ship comedians, if they're out and about walking around, everybody and their brother is pulling them over and talking to it. Does that bother you? Do you enjoy yeah, that? Yeah, because you become like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> imagine, imagine like Disney at sea. You can't, you can't leave. No. Where and you you're going? Mickey Mouse, and everyone wants you to do your act all over again. And it's just like, yeah. I'm just trying to get something to eat right now. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, oh my god. I don't want to perform. Mm. Just come to the show. Come to the show. 
Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know several of the communities that we've inter interviewed in the past few weeks have done cruise ships, right. and it seems like a natural evolution. Um, I always like to tell the story about my friend. He was a he was a professional magician. His name was Ron Jones, and um, he did cruise ships. And <laughs> the funny story about that is, part of his act was with a duck, and so like a live a duck, live duck like a live duck, and so when he went on the ship he'd have to take the duck and the duck would live in the bathtub while he's cruising and i don't know I, I never saw that part of his act but he did a lot of stuff with fire and um but was i don't know the how duck the, burned I in the fire was a duck part yeah. like and now put the duck in the fire yeah no. roast duck for dessert <laughs> but um i don't know i never really saw his act uh, that that part of it but i did see the uh the stuff he did with fire he was amazing oh my god his uh he had a female assistant and her name was flame how mm. appropriate right okay but, yeah, so he did a lot of cruise ship stuff, and he really got me motivated and interested into, into seeing about doing cruise ship. But funny part of that story is he had a duck that traveled with him. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God! Imagine going through customs with the duck. I can't. That'd be that. Yeah. That's I wonder. If, I wonder if they make you hold up the duck, and the and the and the, and the customs agent looks at the picture of the duck. All right, you can go through. I don't know. Right. Send him through the X-ray. Yeah. yeah. What's in that duck? That's a duck. The duck has a couple balloons in them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So one of the things that I know is you, you do uh, impressions. How did you get into that? Being an only child. Really? Being weird. Yeah. Your only child? Yes. Nice. I was raised an only child. I found out I have siblings, but I was raised an only child Yeah. Uh, by my grandparents. So, um, yeah, there would be a lot of time I'd just be by myself watching TV, and I would just, you know, watch Bugs Bunny all day, and next thing you know, I'm, eh, what's up, Doc? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. And I know that's a that's a part of your show is to do some impressions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm always I'm always blown away by people that can do impressions because I can't do them. <laughs> it's it, you know, I can only I can't even impersonate me. Really? <laughs> so, I don't know. But, um, so so how many characters do you do? Um, I haven't done inventory in in, in a while. Um, yeah. The last time did inventory was like 07 it was like 115 really back then yeah from like celebrities to cartoon characters um yeah who's your favorite my favorite now yeah, yeah. Um, who do you like to do the best <laughs> al pacino from the irishman al pacino as uh, jimmy hoffa from the irishman give us a sample <laughs> you knew i was gonna put you on the spot give I us know. a sample yeah. man um Sitting here in front of a bunch of dumb, I got to curse. Disclaimer, I got to curse with this one. So, yeah, um, get the kids out the room, cover your ears. All right, ready? All right, here we go. Pacino. Standing here in front of a bunch of dumb mothers. You know what you did? You let Johnny O'Rourke's kid get 36 fucking grand, and then you let him sell insurance to his father's. To his father's troubles, damn it! I don't want to get too loud yet, but that's, oh that's basically Pacino that from good. The Irishman. I like it. That's very good. Thank you. So that's a lot of hours standing in front of the mirror doing that, right? Because, um, I mean, kinda. you got the expressions, you got the hand gestures, you got... I've just seen the movie too many times. <laughs> that, that's it. It's not really practicing in front of the mirror. It's just how many times... You know, I've seen that movie. My oldest son, he doesn't do comedy or impressions or anything, but oh my God, he can quote almost every line from every movie. 
So you're talking to him about something, and all the next thing you know, he's quoting lines from movies, and you go, huh? He goes, oh, yeah, this comes from the, really? It's like, oh, my God, that's weird. Yeah, I'm not that. I'll just bust into character or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy, man. A lot of TV watching, growing up as the only child. I guess, okay, I can see where that would, yeah. That's how you find your friends, like, right? Well, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. Didn't Robin Williams do that, too? Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, he yeah. was the only child, and he did the same thing. Um, same thing with Jim Carrey. He wasn't the only child, though, but he spent a lot of time in front of the mirror. Did he? You know. Yeah, I didn't know about Jim Carrey, but I knew about Robin Williams developing his characters because he was the only child. But, mm. um, yeah, that's a, that's a great talent, you know? <laughs> now now people are going to think that only children are just weird, and we all just, <laughs> like, do these voices. Now you're going to think that the person that you see walking down the street talking to themselves, oh, that must be an only child. Cause he's, or or a comedian impressionist. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, um, all right, I've been avoiding it long enough, Prince. <laughs> Tell me about your Raider hat. You a big Raider fan? Yes, every day I wear something Raider. Nice. Every single day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Tell me about how long you've been a Raider fan. Since I was seven. How'd you do that? How'd you become a Raider fan? Um, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was just dope. And when I was what? When I was seven and eighty-nine, like he was the best thing, the best, the best thing like in sports besides Michael Michael Jordan was yeah. Bo Jackson. So my notes say that you came from Northern California. Yes. Where? Stockton. Stockton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of have to be a Raiders fan, right? Uh, no. You have a choice. You have a uh, choice. Uh, well, back then you had a choice of either being a Raider fan or a Niner fan, and uh, believe it or not, back in the day, I actually was a 49er fan. Uh, okay, so am but I. That, okay, but, but first of all, first of all, the, the Niners were dope back then. In the oh, yeah. early 80s, like, if you lived in Northern California and you weren't a Niner fan, because you got to think, like, the Raiders were in, in, in Los Angeles at this time, so... Yeah. You know, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, you know, Roger Craig, they were they were dominant yep. in the eighties in Northern California. So I was I was born and raised in the Bay Area. And so, Okay. So ever since I can remember I've been a Raider and a Niner fan and it continues on today. You can't do that. You can you, can't, you, you cannot can't do be, that. You cannot you be a fair weather fan. Okay, so so yeah. A's or Giants? Neither. I don't do I don't do baseball. But you got really? No. Football's it for me. That's it. Just I belong to the church of the NFL. I mean, I don't pay attention to foot, to, ba- to baseball um, as much as I do football, but I still have to pick A's over Giants. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I, I I don't even I don't ever ever I don't ever remember ever watching a, a full baseball game or whatever. But well, me neither. But, but you know, you know still, in the '80s, in the '80s was the highlight, man, when the Niners were on their on the on, on their roll. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was incredible. You know what my fantasy is? It'll happen one day. What? And it was so close in 2002, Raiders Niners Super Bowl. That would It be, was would. it was so close in 82 if you remember. Uh, not, not, not 2002, 2002. Oh. San Diego. Um, Niners lost the last the last playoff game. Otherwise, it would have been Raiders and Niners in San Diego. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, my God. So I was working in the Bay Area, and I and my wife and I, we got uh, hired to work for the NFL. The NFL has a, before Super Bowl they have this NFL experience, and okay. for a week before right. Super Bowl they have this giant street party. They close down the whole city, and the NFL just takes over. So they look for volunteers. They have like ten thousand volunteers. So we volunteered that year to go to San Diego and work for the NFL. And I told all my friends I was going. They go, well, how are we going to know where you are? And I go, the Raiders are coming. Just look for the burning cars. I'll be right by them. 
<laughs> you'll find me. But oh my gosh, that was a great. That was the year, if you remember, that was the year Chucky left the Raiders and went to Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah, I remember that. And Tampa Bay uh, wound up beating the Raiders. But so in San Diego, they had all these people with these Chucky dolls on sticks hanging. It was really? awesome. It was awesome. But yeah, I've been a Raider fan forever. I, I almost, almost family. The uh, the last coach, Jack Del Rio. Mm-hmm. He is my cousin's cousin. Okay. So he's not really related to me, but close enough, right? Right. So when we were all kids in in Hayward, which is just south of Oakland, uh, our families would get together every Sunday. Every Sunday we'd get together and family things. And Jack and his brothers were younger than us, but. Man, oh man, when he be, when he got announced as the head coach, I tried so hard to get a hold of him, but right. he's got he's got this this impenetrable circle around him. You can't get to him. I figured I, bet. I figured I'd get free game tickets and stuff, but I couldn't get to <laughs> I couldn't get anywhere near the guy. But um, he was a pretty good coach. Yeah, I, I like him. Jack. Though. He was a pretty yeah. good coach. He was he was a, a great player also. Yeah. So he uh, turned our team around. So he did. So now I heard that he's a offensive coach or defensive coach for. Panthers or something like that. I don't know. Oh, really? Somewhere. I haven't. I haven't heard. Yeah, but I never got to make contact with him, so I didn't get any free tickets. Yeah. But I, I'm excited that they're here. Um, I've been waiting for this for a long time, and I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't for it at first. I mean, really? obviously, because I'm from Northern California, but um, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Plus, Las Vegas is my second home, so if they were going to go anywhere else. Why not Vegas? I know it's great. Better than like San Antonio or, or yeah. San Diego. Pahrump. But yeah, so when they announced it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. The Raiders are coming. Oh my gosh, this is going to be great. It's kind of awkward to see on the field they have painted Las Vegas Raiders. That's yeah, kind of a little it's, strange. It's, it's still strange to hear them announce them as the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. A couple of announcers have messed up and still call them the Oakland Raiders. I, I, I've heard that too. Because you know it's it's inevitable that they're going to mm-hmm. do that. I mean, they are the Oakland Raiders. I don't care where they are. They're the Oakland Raiders, right? Yeah, but well, um, well until you go to L.A., then they're going to be the L.A. Raiders. <laughs> exactly. That was that was kind of rough when they went. I remember when they left. Man, the people in Oakland were were livid. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I was like one, so I don't. Yeah. Take it from me. They were they were not happy campers. And then and then they came back and everybody was all happy again. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember when they came back. Yeah, yeah they were all great. happy and everything. Did you ever go to any of the games at the Coliseum? Of course. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it. Uh, like this is the first uh, season where I, w- I wasn't at the home opener. Really? Yeah. Within like within the last four years. Yeah. First time in four years I haven't been at the home opener. We used to go to every preseason game when the Raiders would play the Niners. We'd go, and then they stopped doing that because people would die after a the Niner game. A Niner killed a Raider. Ooh. Or it the, wasn't the other way around. You would think it's the other way around, but no. Yeah. A Niner fan killed a Raider. So it was like, uh, and then we couldn't do it. So what I did, the true story, what I did was, you know, got both jerseys, right? So I had my wife cut them in half and sew them together. So the front half would be Raiders and the back half would be Niners, and it was like that was pretty cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, you like them both. No, you don't. You don't. You yeah. don't. You don't. Jimmy G, not, their quarterback. No, you're not to do he's, that. he's gonna be president. <laughs> Jimmy G of what? Of the United States. He's gonna run for president. He's gonna be. Jimmy G. <laughs> but um, it was a good game. The, the I'd rather vote for Kanye. Kanye. And I don't, yeah. I don't even, I, I don't even care like that. I'd rather vote for Kanye. Our production team is going, yeah, Kanye for president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over Jimmy G? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
so, so I watched the, the Raider game this weekend. They, they, um, I didn't think they showed up in the beginning, but they, they kind of came back. I thought that was pretty good. It was pretty decent. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like the Raiders got blown out. Nope. You know, it was a pretty, pretty decent game. And let me just say this: before, I couldn't stand the Patriots. I hated the yep. Patriots. Um, still can't stand Tom Brady, but nope. I have a new respect for the Patriots now because of Cam. I, I Cam love Newton. Cam. Cam's yeah. an awesome guy. He's, you know, he's having fun. He's like Mahomes. He is. He is. They're having fun, and I, and I think that's him. really important. You know, they're not. They're, they're not, it doesn't appear that they're taking it serious. They're having fun. They're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're smiling. They're leading the team. They're having a good time. Cam's great. I love Cam. He is. He had and a lot to prove. Russell Wilson. I like Russell Wilson, too. Seattle. Russ is, yeah. yeah. I love his Seattle, hair. Okay. I don't know what he did to his hair, but oh my hair? God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to do mine like that one With day. The curls in it? Yeah. Looking like Razor Ramon? I don't know. I'm going to do that one day to my hair. <laughs> Podcast <Okay>. 27. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh Send me a picture of that one. Yeah, we'll that'll, be, that. that'll be really good. But yeah, so, so um, during this pandemic, I mean, all the comics we've talked to, pandemic hit, all the shows we had lined up all got canceled. Same thing with you. Uh, actually, I'm semi-retired. I've been semi-retired for the last five years. Really? Yeah. Not doing any comics? Nope. Really? <laughs> I retired at 33. Wow. How nice is that? Great. So what do you do? Sit around. Same thing a retired person does. Sit around, you know. Um, I got in, I got into stop motion um, animation. Oh, really? It's by accident, yeah. So I make stop. <laughs> I make I make shitty stop motion movies um, using action figures. Like the claymation thing? Is that so? I don't kind of, but it's just with action figures. So I made this movie back in March called White Boys in the Hood, <laughs> and it's with all South Park characters. So yeah, go on YouTube, uh, Sound Alike Studios. What is it? Sound Alike. Sound Alike Studios. Yeah. And, look that uh, up. Sound yeah, Alike. Sound Alike Studios, and uh, look for White Boys in the Hood, <laughs> starring all South Park toys, voiced by me. So How funny is that? Mm. Is that the only movie you've done, or done others? Um, that's the only like major thing that I've done, and it was just it was just out of you know it was. Just came out of nowhere. Really? So, yeah. so I mean, you just one day. <laughs> I was just one day. It was just like, I just fell into stop motion animation. I had a whole bunch. Of, I I collect action figures. So, once I figured out that I can make them talk, it was over. <laughs> it was all over. It was over. I'll, I'll look that up tonight when I go home. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> okay. You know, talking about the football game. You know, they haven't had fans. <clears throat> Excuse me. They haven't had fans in the stand, and so they were doing a. a I don't know one of the the newscasts the other day. They've taken all these cardboard cutouts of the South Park characters. I know. I hate the Denver Broncos, but I love that they did that. That that was that was cool. <laughs> they, so for the audience, if you haven't seen it, so you can't have a live audience at the football game. The fans can't go, so they're piping in fan music on these mm-hmm. loudspeakers so that the players kind of have a, a realistic um, sound thing going on. But in the stands, instead of there being empty seats, they've taken and made all these cardboard cutouts. And uh, Shaq O'Neal was up there. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal mm. and uh, all the South Park figures. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was Next time they lose, it just should be like Cartman. Yeah. Sounds all through the stadium. Screw you guys, I'm going home. You know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just get up and leave. But yeah, so, I, so I've, I've been a football fan forever, and it's like the only sport I really watch. Um, okay. No soccer? No, soccer. I had to take my boys. To soccer really how I was got, that oh i got burned out that's like every saturday for the whole day 
these little twerps playing soccer. And the younger they are, the more they like to watch airplanes. So instead of kicking the ball, they're, they're watching airplanes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Right>? Squirrel. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, no, I don't, soccer. My, my oldest son is the only kid I ever saw get a red card. Oh, really? Kicked out of the game. Red card, out. I don't even know how you get I don't. I'm not. I'm not into soccer. I just. I, I don't know how you get it either. But I mean, the yellow cards. It's like a penalty, right? It is. Production, crew. That you get so many of those and blah blah blah. blah. But if you get a red card, it's like, that's not good. My oldest, only one. So um, what? You got kicked out of the whole game after that, or yeah, he has it. Got booed out of the whole game. So it's like, oh my God, how does that happen? Um, yeah. So no, I don't do. I don't do soccer. Um, I kind of got into hockey, ice hockey. Okay, I can I, I I can only get into hockey if I'm there watching the game in person. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I can't get into it, same thing with basketball. I can't get into basketball until like the fourth quarter, unless I'm actually at the game. Hmm. Um, but hockey is very interesting. I don't know anything about the rules or the how they get penalties or any that kind of stuff. But it's an active sport. It's a lot of fun to watch. It is, especially when they fight. I know. I I, I was telling everybody I went to a fight once and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> When you're sitting like right there, right I next know. to the glass, and they fight like right in front of you, like, I don't know. My, we used to go. So we lived in Southern California. I worked at Edwards Air Force Base, and and so we'd go to the Bakersfield Condors. It's a their their double A team. Okay. And the Condors had a stadium in Bakersfield, so we drive up to Bakersfield and go to the Condors game. Every week there'd be a fight. This one particular time, the opposing team they didn't like the the fans, so they tore down the glass and went into the the stands and started beating up the, the fans. So my boys, all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're running over there to get in the brawl. Get oh, wow. back here, you little maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's like a bar fight on ice. That's know, basically right? a, a hockey game. I know. It's, and then in those days, this was many years ago, um, it wasn't a requirement to wear a helmet. And it's like... What, a, playing hockey? Yeah, it wasn't a requirement. It was optional. And so it's like, oh, oh wow. my God. So it's like so there were guys with teeth missing and no helmet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. So I, I always, whenever I watch like the Knights or anything or any of the other National uh, League um, professional hockey players, they all have these really long French names. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do they go out and look up those names or do, are those their real names, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the French side of Canada where they're getting I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> so. So when you before you retired from comedy, how long did you do it? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Yes. Yeah. And then you just said enough of this. Mm-hmm. And then I got more into voiceover work, oh. more freelance voiceover work. I've been doing that for like five years. Yeah. So That's I've been in I've been in I've been in entertainment show business for twenty years. Really. Together with yeah. the radio because I started out in radio, then went into stand up. No, sorry, stand-up, radio, back to stand-up, voiceover work. I'm really intrigued by voiceover. It was one of the things I thought about looking into. Tell, tell me, tell the audience about voiceover. How do you do it? What, it, what does it entail? Um, pretty much voiceover is like, um, everything you hear is voiceover. Like, even when you're, like, you know, in the shopping mall and you hear somebody over the loudspeaker, that's, that's voiceover work. Um, it's not only just movies and trailers and cartoons and stuff like that, you know. Um, I got in, into it more freelance. Um, I just threw myself in, into it, just watched a lot of videos on how to do it, and um, got different copy from old commercials, and I um, read that copy and just made a demo out of that. And that's pretty much how I got into it. 
so I started my own company, um, Sound of Likes Voice Talent, um, May of 2015. So, so voiceover was stuff like Samuel L. Jackson does that. <laughs> Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> um, Can't curse, so I had to stop it right there. I went Blake on the name. The guy that does this is CNN. What's oh, James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. I love that Forget him. That's Darth Vader. Darth, yeah, yeah. I'm That's your, Mufasa. Simba, your you are my son. Yeah. And then, um, uh, who's the other guy? I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But, um, yeah, voiceover is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, who's that? I just went blank. Now I'm, I'm more interested in my head thinking of, <laughs> who am I thinking of? Uh, but, um, my, my favorite was Mel Blank. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because he was the guy that did Bugs and Daffy and, and Barney Rubble and Heathcliff. And, and you would never know that it was the same person doing those voices. Yeah, like it, it took me by surprise. Like I seen this old video of him like right before he passed and it was just remarkable to see these voices just come out of this old guy that you would, you know, he just looked like a regular guy that you would see hanging around at a, at a bowling alley. Yeah. But like, you know, all of a sudden it's love friend Fuckatash and you know, <laughs> you know, Tweety and all that other stuff coming out. It was crazy. Okay, I got the guy's name. Sam Elliott. I love Sam Elliott's voice. Can um, you do that? Can you do him? Yeah, but I gotta be like real close to the mic. <laughs> um, do it. Beef get the it's what's for dinner. <laughs> I, it sounds better when I'm like in the booth, but you know. Sam Elliott. I can do it. I love his voice. He's he's a cool voice. Yeah. I like that guy. Cool guy in general. But. He is the voice of the West. Yes, he is. Uh, when you think of the West, mm-hmm. Sam Elliott's voice, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's a voiceover work. I, when I was a lot younger, I, I thought about doing that. When uh, What really got me going was um, uh, my, my little son had braces on his teeth, and so when I called the, the dentist's office, all the girls go, ooh, you ought to do radio work. You ought to do voiceover work because you have such a good voice. <laughs> and I thought, hmm. Speaking anyway. of which, like when the whole pandemic mm-hmm. happened, I, had, <laughs> I needed to go to the dentist because I, I had a tooth that needed to be pulled. Of course, that couldn't happen, so I did it myself. I pulled my own tooth. But now I can do Sylvester better because I don't have a tooth right here, so Sylvester's suffering suck attach. It's, it's, it's dead on, so oh my it's, that's a war one. I don't think I'm going to get it replaced because I want it to be a reminder of what I had to do during the, the pandemic. We all mm-hmm. have to, we all have to, to sacrifice, right? Had to <laughs> take that thing out. Did you type it? No. Got some pliers. And oh, oh, ouch! That hurts. Numb it real quick. With, really? You know. What'd you numb it with? I used some ice at first. Oh. Put some ice on there for a while, and then after that, just. I thought you were gonna say Everclear. Said F it and just. Oh. Popped it out. Oh. It wasn't that bad. It, it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that painful. It wasn't that. It wasn't that messy. You know. Sometimes okay. you gotta do what you gotta do. Like just guys. be careful. If you if you have to do that, just go straight down. Don't go this way or that way because you're gonna break something off and it's gonna be worse. Just go straight down. <laughs> Penny's Home Dental Remedies. Oh, yeah. I'm and gonna start d- new. I'm gonna start a new channel. <laughs> and then drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's drink whiskey. Oh, absolutely. I I didn't afterward. You're a better man than I am. I couldn't do that. I can't even do needles. When they come at me to take blood. So no tattoos? No. Nah. I'm getting one, though. Really? It's going to be a QR code on my chest. Because <laughs> I'm getting older. And no. all I have to do is scan it. My name, my address, 
free postage thrown in any mailbox. Wow. That'll be it. But a QR code, that's going to be my tattoo. But believe it or not, I have seven, but they're really? all covered. You can't see them. So. That's because I didn't want my grandmother to see them when I got them. So. <laughs> so, so is that the rule? You can, they have to be where grandma can't see them on purpose? <laughs> that was a rule back then. That was a rule when I was like 16, 17. But not now? No, not at 38. No. no. I'm done. Know. I'm done getting tattoos, as a matter of fact. I'm, I'm done. I don't have a fear of needles, but I'm just, I'm done. I do. Every time they come at me with those needles, like to take blood for a test or whatever, mm -hmm. it's, and I always freak them out because I go, you only get one chance. Well, do you look? Do you look? No, hell no. Are you serious? I'd be passed out. No, you got to be a daredevil, man. No, you got to look. No, 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 no. But one time, one of the one of the nurses said, don't do that to us. That freaks us out, and then we'd have a hard time doing it. So now oh, I just, we, when you tell them, do you only get one chance? And it's like, oh, my God. So I just, I, I get a bullet, and I bite on the bullet, and. But it's I, not that bad. I'm not. I am not a needle person. It's so. not that bad. They're just gonna take two gallons or a gallon right. or two from yeah. you. But it's all yeah. right. Yeah, you'll live. No, jeez. I uh, no. Me and needles. We don't. I've had. So I've been disabled all my life, and I've had many, many surgeries. Mm -hmm. And people go, well, "Why are you so freaked out about needles?" It's because they're freaky. I hate those things. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Don't be sticking me with needles, God. But um. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so um, <clears throat> voiceovers, um, you do, uh, um, let, me, let me look at my notes. I'm, I'm waiting for the hysterical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've been so retired, I don't, you know, yeah. it doesn't happen like that. It's more so, subdued now. You said that you, you lived in Stockton. Is that where you grew up most, most, yeah. mostly? Yeah. Stockton was, uh, so I lived in the, in the Bay Area in Newark. And um, Stockton, my aunt and uncle lived in Stockton. Really? Yeah, they lived um, in this trailer park that was near where the 99 and the I five was about to say, off the 99, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was a long time. This was way back in, a long time ago. And so when we'd head out to go to Stockton to go visit them, it was like an all-day trip in those days because there weren't mm -hmm. any real freeways or anything. Everyone tells me that. Yeah, it's, it was like the boonies. Now Stockton is a suburb of the of the Bay Area. It's like Stockton that. is just one big hood. I know. There's, there's even the even the nice parts are real, just hood parts. It's just one big ghetto. But even back in the day, back when I was a kid, it was not a really, a, a real dynamic place. Um, I don't know why my aunt and uncle lived there, but. But I miss Stockton back in the day, <laughs> more than the Stockton uh, of now because at least there were things to do. Um, when I was a kid, we had water slides. We had miniature golf and everything, but they took all that down. And there's nothing for the kids to do. That's why there's so much crime out there. Was there a water slide in Stockton? Or was mm -hmm. it the one that was in? Um, Manteca? Manteca. No, um, Stockton had a, had a small little um, water park. It had two slides, but it was more of a miniature golf mm -hmm. um, place. But the main water park was in Manteca. Yeah, I, those yeah. were, th th that was an all day trip to go out there and visit with the aunt and uncle. Um, to squeaky chair. Yeah, I was I, like, what, what I thought you is were, it? I, I, I thought oh, you thought were, it was me? This is the chair. It'd be louder me. than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, for the folks at home. I'll blow everyone in, in the yeah. room out. But man, I, when was the last time you were up there? What, Manteca or Stockton? Stockton, both, the whole area. Last time I was in Stockton was June, June 15th. It's changed, hasn't it? It has. Oh my God. Not for the good. It, well, it's just one big metropolitan area now. Everything, yes. everywhere you look, is just built up. It's insane. 
I um, so uh, in uh, Modesto, um, that used to be a real drive to go to Modesto from the Bay Area. And when I was working for NASA in, in Mountain View, my boss commuted from Modesto. Oh, really? And I thought... Well, you know who's from Modesto, right? Who? George Lucas. Oh, yeah. George Lucas and uh, somebody else. I'll think of it in a minute. One blank again. The magnesia's kicking in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, my boss, yeah, I drove him from, from Modesto. And I thought, oh, my God, that's a lot. But not anymore. Oh, man, it's like insane. The place has changed. One of the, the little town that I grew up in, Newark, um, when I grew up there, they didn't have any buses, no taxis, no theaters, no nothing. You'd have to go to the next city. So it must have been really, really small. You must have been like able to just walk yeah, everywhere. It was pretty much that was it. Okay. Yeah, it's still that way now. It's it's the city of Newark is surrounded by the city of Fremont. You can't get out of Newark without going okay. to Fremont. Okay. 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 I know where you're at. And so Fremont was, that's where everything was. They had the mall, they had the theaters, they had all the drive through restaurants, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it was a little a little one-horse town back in the day. But now it's, oh my God, yeah, insane. Silicon Valley. Yeah, exactly, right? But yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> Everything's not just built up, it's state-of-the-art. Like the AAA is, is state-of-the-art. You know, all the libraries are state-of-the-art. Like it's not just... No. It's not just regular. Have you ever been over to the Google campus? Um, not. Oh my god! And no, not really. I've I've been to YouTube. Yeah. I've been to YouTube. Um, I've seen parts of where they were building the Apple campus. Mm-hmm. I've seen little. Massive. I mean, if I've seen little bits and pieces of Google, but not. not it's massive. Yeah. The, the crazy place. That whole place has just exploded. It. I mean. <laughs> I can remember back in the old days, you could, you know, you could drive and be out in the out in the wilderness in no time. But not mm-hmm. now; it's crazy. And just for for um, just for a little factoid, so my whole family there were six kids in my family, so I could do impressions of my brothers. But so you can do impressions, yeah. okay? You try, to say, mom, you try to say you can't do impressions. I you just can't do impressions of people that we all know. But yeah, 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 yeah. My brothers, right? But. Um, so my well grew up in this little teeny house. It was three bedrooms, one bath, and it had a little one-car garage that you couldn't even get a modern car into. Mm-hmm. And so my parents bought that house in 1946, and they paid $7,000 for it, which was an outrageous amount of money in those days. And so the last time I was up there last year, I just kind of drove by to see what it The last time it sold, uh, about two years ago, was $795,000 for this little 1,000-square-foot home. That he paid seven grand for. Seven hundred. Seven, seven hundred. And they paid seven. At, you know, you know what the all realtors always say: location, location, location. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, holy Toledo! It's like, oh, geez. But um, yeah, things change. Uh, Bay Area is uh, crazy. My son lives in Sonoma. He does a uh, hot air ballooning. Okay. And so you know, Sonoma's on fire. And mm-hmm. so I texted him today, making sure they're all safe. I go, how's it going up there? He goes, smoky. Yeah. But, um, so he still lives. He lives up there. And so I, I went up there last year, and I just can't believe how, how much the place has changed. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so other than doing voiceovers and uh, the stop-action movies, what other kind of hobbies do you have? Um, I don't think I can say that on camera. <laughs> I, 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 um, I'm Cheech and Chong. I'll put it like that. I'm Cheech and Chong and Snoop. <laughs> and Snoop. 
Okay. All in one. Mm. So there. So if you can't get it from there, what, <laughs> what I like to do, what my other hobby is, I can't help you. Do, uh, do Have you ever been to one of their concerts, Cheech and Chong? Cheech and Chong, no. Snoop, yes. That was that was the highest I've ever been was at a Snoop concert. That was last year. That was on 422. Was that it? was insane. Insane. Sorry. My bad. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can go more in, 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 the de in depth, but um, it was just a thick fall. It was worse than, it was, matter of fact, I've been to a reggae concert, and it was worse than going to a reggae concert. And the reggae con again, I went to I went to a Ziggy Marley concert back in 06, and it was it was a thick cloud of smoke. It was thicker than that at the Snoop concert. Oh my God! And he had dancers on stage. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. The dancers were on poles. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, piqued the audience interest. Yep. Um, we went several years ago. We went to a Cheech and Chong concert, and I think I don't know. I think they piped that that smoke through the HVAC system because no, that. it was like oh my god I don't know it was it was it was pretty incredible trust me I people brought that yeah they were they were still pretty funny when I was growing up when I was in high school Cheech and Chong were very popular and uh, they they still are they're pretty funny guys for being as old as I am mm -hmm. they're still pretty funny guys and um, <laughs> they had the Tommy Chong's wife was up there too she's a comedian can't remember her name. But um, she she did a pretty. Does she smoke too, man? Oh hell yeah, man! Oh, you're all right, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, man. That's what we do, man. We roll it up and light it up, man. Get you right in the boo boo doo. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> my favorite my favorite Cheech and Chong routine was Santa and his old lady, Santa Claus and his old lady. Oh, oh my God! You have to hear that. So for the audience, it's a great, it's about a, a 10 minute skit uh, audio and it talks about Santa and his old lady and they lived in a commune and they'd sprinkle magic dust on Santa and it was hilarious, but look it up. It's, it's really funny. Cheech and Chong. But um, yeah, so that was a good concert. We enjoyed that. <laughs> Brought back a lot of memories, man. Oh my God. But yeah, so, um, so how, the pandemic, let's talk about the pandemic. Has that has that affected your voiceover stuff? Um, or, or do you make that happen for yourself? I pretty much make it happen for myself. Um, honestly, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Cause again, yeah. I work in my pajamas at home. So um, people just send me different scripts. So it's not, it's not like I have to go out and meet with people and um, record at a, at a studio or anything like that. It's, um, so no, it's kind of slowed up a little bit yeah um from like month to month but I'm i think that's a, okay. the best thing that came out of the pandemic is we all learned that we can work from home we don't have to go to an office yes. every day well i'm very anti-social i'm like you know <laughs> most of the other comedians here in town that know me will tell you i'm a recluse you know i'm i'm you know i stay at home so um this pandemic was perfect for me because i just love being at home anyway so so it worked out perfect for you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And now you get paid for working from home. How yeah. cool is that, right? Yeah, mm. it was great. Mm. A recluse. Mm -hmm. mm. Why? Why am I a recluse? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't like people. <laughs> Even though I'm a comedian, I don't like people. People get on my nerves. People get on my damn nerves. My last nerve. My grandma. My last. Said. I'm sorry. Yes, 
My grandma used to say, you're on my last nerve. Oh, yes. Okay, right? So, um, I don't know. I just like my company more than others a lot of times. (laughs) That's good. I don't know what else to say. Mm. Um, That's okay. You know. (laughs) You know. Yeah, sometimes I'm like the Grinch. Yeah. Matter of fact, and every time I watch that movie, I cheer for the Grinch. (laughs) I, I agree with the Grinch. You know, some, you know, the Grinch was cool. Cut the Grinch some slack. The Grinch. I'm like a blinch. Yeah, blinch of black grinch. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> He's getting it. Yeah, right? I'm smarter than I look. <laughs> you know, I said that to somebody one time. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm smarter than I look. And just as quick as I said that, my friend goes, you'd almost have to be. <laughs> I thought that was rude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so do you have kids? No, not yet. Oh, you need some of those. Why? Why is everyone say, why is everyone say that? Oh, because you're not, oh my gosh, you, you haven't lived until you've had kids. <laughs> we can wait on that. Yeah, I grew up there. Wait on that. Six kids in my family, and it was like mayhem. Growing up in a, that small house I told you, it was like, oh my God, it was so, uh, mm. yeah, it's, um, but kids, you know, if you ever consider doing it, it's a, it's, it's a long haul, but it's well worth it. At the other really? end. Yeah. You know. Especially like when you get Disneyland. grandkids. Like I've been a I've been a Disney guy, yeah. you know, since I was a kid. I like to go to Disneyland as an adult by myself. And I don't go for the rides really, but I go because I like to go to Disneyland and watch all the other parents with their <laughs> kids and they're crying and everything and just they're miserable. It makes my trip that much more enjoyable because they're miserable. Why are you bringing your child who is under five years old to Disneyland? They're not going to remember it. No, parents, they're, they're, it, look, your little infant children, even a two-year-old, they're not going to remember their Disney trip. Save yourself some aggravation. Wait until they're at least like seven, yeah. something like that. Then take them to Disneyland. At least let them remember the misery. Don't do it after that. Let them yeah. remember being in that long-ass line for yeah. three hours to get on a ride that's like two minutes. If they hit 10, then they start giving you a bunch of flack. Right? They do. They yeah, do. They but, do that you know. But, you, so, I did, a, um, I did a Disney cruise. Really? That was the first cruise I ever went on. Disney? Was Disney. Did you I like six. it? Yeah. I was, I was six, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Yeah, oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> Loved it. We, we did a, a two-week cruise from Barcelona, Spain to New York, and it was two weeks. That's and too long. No, there were no kids because it was a repositioning cruise. Where it's only going one way. And people okay. can't take their kids out of school for two weeks to go on a cruise and then have to fly them back from New York, right? So the, out of all the people on the cruise, there were probably just a small percentage of kids. Mm. It was a blast. All the adults had, we had run of the ship. It was the coolest ever. Disney has, all the characters are running around talking to people and oh my God, it was awesome, awesome. And and the um, the food was spectacular. It was really cool. So oh, no. do one now, man. Now that you're older, go do Disney. Disney cruise. Oh, I'm not doing any more cruises. You can do some great no, observational. No, no, no. Penny doesn't do cruises anymore. Ladies you could get some not, observational not, not comedy. As a, not as an entertainer. Not as a guest. I'm not doing cruises anymore. I'm done. Oh, but it's you get great comedy material. I, I, I know. Just watching the people. Oh I'm good. God. No. I'm. Oh, I'm you're good. retired. Yeah, I can use that material on land. Yeah, there you go. I'm good. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's, yeah. that's it, right? Yeah, I'm good. Right. So. so no Disney cruise for you, huh? No cruises, period. At all, right? Okay. I'm done. Yeah. Well, there are no cruises. All the cruise I've, ships. I've worked, I've worked about four cruises. I've been 
a passenger and and a guest on about seven. I'm good. Really? I'm good. I'm 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 good. Wow. Done. That's it, huh? I'm, that's it. Done with cruises. Well, they're not having any cruises. They all all the cruise lines have have canceled all their cruises till yeah. next year. Yeah, they're all they're all all the boats are parked. Yep. Yeah. Until until this pandemic thing gets over. When you're talking about doing that that trip that was like two weeks in yeah. one way. Uh, you like this story. Too close to like the middle passage for me. I'm good. Two, in 2013, my wife decided that we needed to go on a longer cruise. We did a 48-day cruise. 48 days on a cruise ship. Yep. From L.A. to New York around South America. It was awesome. Time went by just like that. It was incredible. We had such a great time. You know, we did a lot of old people were on the cruise. And so bunch of us younger people yes. hold on hold on hold on funny story so a bunch of us younger people we got we're all techno geeks and everything i brought our gps's and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and so when you're going to cross the equator all these old people were asking well how do you know when you cross the equator so we had to play with them we said well there's a little bump in the road and there's a little laser line where the equator is so we're going to cross at 2 2 a.m so just you'll feel the little bump and you'll know we crossed the equator really yeah <laughs> they took the clan and singer it was awesome <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Yeah. 48 days. It was, uh, you should do that. That'd be kind of fun. You could think yeah. of all the buffets you could go to. No. No? <laughs> Old people on cruises are brutal. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, uh, they run the ship. They run They run the ship. It's, <laughs> it's more, it's more gray-haired people, elderly people. I'm not talking. Point? It's more, it's more elderly people than, than people my age. Or yeah. even your age. I'm talking about elderly. elderly. Yeah, well, and that's true. So, so like on this particular cruise, I, I floating rest home. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, seven people died on this cruise. Yeah, they got them worked downstairs, down the bottom of the ship. The freezer. Yep. Yep. So, um, so on this cruise. So anyway, the average age we calculated the average age was 83, and that's pretty old. And so average, even, average, age. average, average. And so the captain was even really old. And you know how, you know how we know that the captain was old. Because he left the left blinker on the whole trip, so you know he had to be pretty old. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> yeah. So um, he's here all week. Ah, yeah, I'll be in the lounge all week. All week. Tip your waiters. <laughs> <God>. But um, <laughs> yeah, forty-eight days. That was a whole. That was a long. I can't trip. do that. That that that's. I don't know how you did that. Uh, it was pretty cool. How about the one just a couple years before that? We were on a cruise to Mexico. And the ship caught fire and went dead in the water and drifted for five days before a tugboat hooked onto it and towed us back to San Diego. So why are you trying to get me to keep Cause going Because it's an adventure, well, man. Well, no, because you just, <laughs> you just said, said two mishaps of that but, happened to you on cruise ships. But it was fun. <laughs> when I write my yeah, book, okay. when I write my book, this, these are going to be awesome chapters in my book, right? Yeah, in your book, I, in my book. You know? I don't think they'd be published because I might not survive. <laughs> yeah, <you would> <laughs> I wouldn't even have a chance to write a book. Yeah, you would. No, because yeah, crazy everybody, shit happens. Everybody should write a book. Everybody's got cool stories to tell that everybody should share. But, yeah, so let's see. So when the pandemic thing gets over, I'm hoping that it gets over pretty soon. we mm. gotta get, we got to get back to normal, right? Or whatever. Good luck with that. You don't think? What's your, what's your prediction? 
Um, do you really want to know? Yeah. I, I know our studio audience wants to know. Things are going to get worse. Really? Things are going to get better, but they're going to get so much worse before they get better. What's your prediction? What do you mean, get worse? That's all I'm going to say. That's Things are going to get say. better, but they're going to get so much worse. Really? Before they get better. That's kind of... That's kind of... Uh... Just watch. Hmm. You'll feel it. Hmm? You'll feel it. Hmm. That's kind of mystifying. Hmm. Cryptic. A little cryptic. There you go. Hmm. That's... You'll feel it in the air. Really? You feel it in the air tonight. Exactly. Yes, that's right. And then the drum solo. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, but um, well, you know, one of the terrible jobs that I have during these podcasts is to um, bring them to a close, and that's always the saddest time of podcasts. Now but it's time to say goodbye to all my company. M-I-C-K. For I wasn't going to take it that far. You weren't going to go that far? I'm not oh. trying to get sued by oh. a mouse. Well, I wasn't going to do the whole thing. Oh. I was going to spell mouth, M-O-U-T-H. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is, uh, this, is, this is always a sad part of the podcast is when we have to bring them to a, to a conclusion. But, I, you know, I... I I really had a great time. You're an amazing person. I really love hearing the I, things that you're doing. I try. So if people want to find you on social media um, to, to see your, your – remind us again where we could find your, your stop action video. Check out White Boys in the Hood on, on Soundalike Studios on YouTube. Soundalike Studios. Soundalike Studios. So, yeah, you'll see a silhouette of a parrot uh, with the purple background. And um, yeah, it's black and purple. That sounded like studios. And that's right. where you'll find um, my stop motion masterpiece, White Boys in the Hood. White Boys in the Hood. So that's the assignment for the audience is to go out and, and see that video. We'll expect a full report at the next podcast. So with that, um, this is podcast number 25. I was really like Cheech and Chong when I made it. So <laughs> I just gotta put that out there. But that's all I can say. That's all I can say. So. <laughs> Can't say no more. Hope you enjoy it. Yep. White Boys in the Hood, Sounded Like Studios, YouTube. Exactly. But I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you. you coming out for, for tonight. I, I don't know how to do it now. I don't either. I don't know how to do yeah. that. But, um, so, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you at the next podcast. We really appreciate your, your watching us, and we'll uh, see you next time. Good night.